1: Welcome to the Everblack Podcast. On this episode, we talk to Dave Hunt from Anal Nathrak, who will be touring the country this week with Hybrid Nightmares in support of their latest album, A New Kind of Horror. You can catch UK Metal extremists at Crowbar in Sydney on March 7, March 8 at Max Watts in Melbourne, and wrapping up on March 9 at the Crowbar in Brisbane. Tickets are on sale now through AusTix, so go get them now because it's going to be brutal. Alright, well before we go into my chat with Dave, we just have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art & Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and uh, they're just awesome guys. Go check them out at www.blacklightad.com.au. This show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go to www rwpromotion.com.au and check them out. I also want to give a shout out to Lumberpunks Axe Throwing Club who now have two venues in Queensland, one in Miami on the Gold Coast and the other one at West End in Brisbane. So Lumberpunks is an axe-throwing club and is destination perfect for birthday parties, hanging out with your mates, hens nights, bucks nights. It's just a hell of a lot of fun throwing axes and uh, listening to some metal or whatever music you're into. Each session is 1.5 hours in length and comprises of a safety induction, instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets, and then competitive play. Now, if you mention Ever Black in your booking notes you're going to get 10% off your session. Now, terms and conditions do apply. What an awesome saving. So uh, go there, book your session, take your mates, have a good time, and uh, big thanks to Lumberpunks for uh, swinging that our way. No pun intended. All right, here is my interview with Dave Hunt from Anal Nathrak, who will be in the country this week. Brutal, brutal band. I love them. Enjoy. Dave, thanks for joining us on the podcast, man. How's things going? All right. We're, uh, we're
0: just raring to go, basically. We'd, we've been working. I mean, I presume the podcast is going out with people knowing that we're, we're building up to some shows um, in Australia, um, as well as Japan on the way. Um, so we just want to get going now. We'd, we're pretty much
1: sitting here with our bags packed and just waiting for the day. Oh, that's awesome, man, because, uh, of course, you beat me to it. I was going to say that, uh, you know, you know, no matter how many times, I've been listening to you guys for years, I can never say it properly. Anal <laughs> Macareth, is that right? Uh,
0: Nathrak, I would say. Nathrak. Um, but, yeah, but entirely up to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we know who we mean, don't we? It'll yeah, do. we do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because even down here, if you just go, oh, no, people go, yeah, sick. You know, people yeah. know what we're talking about. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if, you, if if you mispronounced it as bog brush or something like that, then yeah, maybe there'd be some confusion. <laughs> but no,
1: it's
0: close enough.
1: Well, of course, you're heading down under next month with Hybrid Nightmares for the Pillage of the Nation tour, and uh, you were here back in 2017, I believe it was. That was in Tassie for Dark Mofo. Uh yeah,
0: yeah. That's um. I, d- I don't know if you've ever been there, but that was that was quite an eye opener of an experience. Um it was It was a bit of a shame to go all that way and only be able to play the one show um, mm. and you know obviously missing out some of the some of the big cities in mainland australia um but it's just it's the way some festivals work they have to they have to have a certain proportion of of artists performing they have to be exclusive to the festival it's just it's standard for festivals you know um and we weren't going to miss out on the the opportunity to go there just because we didn't get to play some more shows so so yeah it's it's nice to be able to be going back um and, and kind of fill in the blanks that we missed out the first time around. But, but yeah, that experience at the at Dark Mofo was ridiculous. Have you ever been to that festival?
1: No, man, but I know dudes that literally flew. I don't know how, if you know how far away Brisbane from Tassie is. It's a fair way. I know yeah. dudes that literally got on complaints just to see you guys.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a rather wonderful of them. I hope they enjoyed the rest of it because it was <laughs> there was some pretty cool other <laughs> stuff going on there. after have to so. um, it's like the if you haven't been, it's the the festival takes over the whole of Hobart.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: It's and, you know, there's yeah, there's there's things hanging from, on the on the main street where the shops are and everything. There's things hanging from the lamppost to do with it. There's there's a, a helicopter that flies over the city and broadcasts these chime noises at some time in the morning and some time of the night and there's the there's this crazy museum that the guy who owns the festival i think um sort of built under this island um that you get this catamaran boat to, and it's it's all themed around sex and death and really strange forms of art i mean i, I spoke to a guy who'd been there the other day and and he remembered the same as me there's this there's um an artificial digestive tract set up in one room so it's like a load of glass things and rubber tubes and strange noises and it actually consumes food and and produces excrement at the end it's oh, it's crazy it's it's a it's a real experience it, it's worth trying
1: i've been wanting to go down for years man i think i've, I've just got to do it i just got to get my ass down there because everyone that i know went like each year has said it's just it's unreal so uh hopefully this year will be my year but of course we get a chance to see you guys up here in brizzy at the uh, crowbar and you know it's it it's pretty special for us man because we a lot of us have been waiting quite a long time do you know what what it takes so long to uh head down here and uh do a headline tour
0: it's just one of those things um you know you you as soon as you 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 start out and wanting to go and do things obviously but once you you start to get a bit of a bit of recognition, a bit of reputation. stuff. So you start to get offers for, for things happening, um, you mm. know, come play a show in my town or whatever. And with the way the internet works, and as you get bigger, you, those offers come from better places, but they don't always work out. That's the thing. So, you know, the the, the really interesting places that you could go to for someone from our, our perspective, like you know, places like Australia or South America or Japan or whatever, um, it tends to be the case that you'd, they'll crop up every now and again, but it just sort of never works out. Um, you know, so there's been, there's been like rumors and suggestions of us touring in Australia for, for some years now. Um, but it's just, this is the first time that we managed to actually nail everything down and, and really get it happening. Um, if we had our way, we'd just click our fingers and be in some places yeah. straight away. <laughs> um, but you know, that ain't how it works, but with the bottom line is we're just pleased to be, to be going there now. Um, you know, it's a it's a tremendous thing to be able to do from our point of view. We're fairly humble, down to earth sorts of people. We're not blasé about the fact that, you know, we get into playing the other side of the planet and just for making a horrific noise. So this it's a big deal,
1: you know. Which chuffed. of course, with your latest album, new kind of horror. I mean, you come down here. Is there is there anywhere else that's on the agenda that you're going to be hitting that you haven't hit before?
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the. There's at least one place in Japan that we haven't been to before, but yeah, uh, that, that's a big deal to us. Um, but yes and no. The, the reason I'm saying, I'm sounding a bit weird about it is that we're not. You can't announce everything as soon as it's arranged, so I can't yeah. remember what's on the list that I can actually tell you that we're doing. <laughs> um, but bottom line is, if if you get to go somewhere new, that's it's a it's a privilege and a, and a pleasure. So we'd, we're always
1: we're always happy to do that, and you know the more the merrier also some good friends of mine just got announced today that they're playing with you in brisbane uh they're called carulian amazing amazing band do you do you get a chance to check out um you know your support acts and stuff in different countries and is that something that you uh get a kick out of doing i always try to make an effort to do it yeah i mean it's it's such a it's a weird
0: situation to find yourself in traveling around especially if you're traveling a very long way um because, you know, when you, when you turn up at a venue, you've got to sort this out, you've got to sort that out. You're knackered because you've been on a plane and all that. And to an extent, you just want to sit in a backstage room and shut the door, you know. Um, and that's not wanting to seem, you know, ungrateful or not appreciating the experience. It's just, it can be a bit like that. But I always yeah. try to, to make an effort um, and check out other bands that we're playing with, whether, you know, bands playing above us on festival bills and stuff as well. Um, so I'd, I will definitely make the effort to to hear the bands. certainly um it's a shame to not necessarily be able to it would be kind of cool to go through in advance and find out who we're playing with you know look for them online and all that kind of stuff but i, j- I simply don't have the headspace and, and time when i'm yeah, making, you know, yeah. Like, passports and baggage and it, it's boring stuff but it gets in the way but when we're actually there on the day yeah oh yeah i, I always try to make an effort to hear hear the other bands
1: of course, uh, as mentioned before, your latest album, "The New Kind of Horror," that came out in September. I've been spinning it a lot. I, I really, really like this album. And you've been playing "Obscene as Cancer" and uh, "Forward Live." But are there any <laughs> other tracks from it that are, are making their way into the set list for this year?
0: There's one or two that we've that we've jammed in rehearsal. Whether they'll end up on the set list, I'm not sure. Um, the thing it's it's always a tricky thing with a set list, especially when you've got a couple mm. of Albums like we have um, You know, if you're going to put something in What do you take out? Because you can't play forever um, So it can be a bit Tricky, so we're, yeah, we'll definitely be playing Those two, because we've You know, they're, they're tried and tested now <laughs> yeah. It's not like we've been Touring on them for years, but you know, we've, we've given them A run out a few times and they, and they can work really well Live, We you know, we're really happy with them With the, the way it feels to play them And, and how they've gone down, so yeah They'll both likely make an appearance But other than that, we do, we do try to try to give it a pretty good cross section, play some older tracks, you know, because it tends to be the case. I don't know if you find it, but it tends to be the case that that what people think is unassailably the finest thing that any given band did is usually the first album that they heard by that band. Yes. Um, It's very often the case anyway. I mean, it's not universal across the board, but there's a strong tendency in that direction. Um, so people who come to a show that we play, some of them will want something from the band, from the album that they heard first. Other people will want something from the album they heard first or, you know, something along those lines. It's not hard and fast, but there's a tendency in that direction. And you can't make everyone happy at the same time as making yourself satisfied with what you've done unless you were to play for a stupid amount of time. So it is a bit tricky. Uh, but as a result, yeah, we, we have a fair cross-section. So there'll be some new stuff, but there'll be some... I don't know if you'd use the word classics, but there'll be some there'll be some older stuff in there too. Well,
1: because I believe this is twenty years for you guys. Am I right? Apparently, 20th anniversary. Yeah.
0: Apparently, um, or was that last year? Was it no ninety nine? Yeah, I'd put it at early ninety nine that we started. So yeah, but I mean, if if we didn't do interviews with people that pointed it out like you just did, we yeah. wouldn't know that kind of
1: thing.
0: <laughs> we're we're a bit shit with that kind of stuff. It's it, it's just not it's not how we think about about it we're not really interested in what we've done in terms of a career we're interested in what we're doing now and what we're doing next and and that kind of thing it's all it's all still fresh to us it's not the kind of thing we reflect back on so yeah 20 years i wouldn't have known that but yeah that's kind of cool i suppose
1: oh definitely cool man i mean that's something most bands don't even last 10 years do especially these days and you guys have just done so much and it's it's it really is unreal you know you've got this massive following and it's yeah it's something to have a beer to that's that's sure and in regards Absolutely. to that i mean you and mix working relationship now compared to when you started how how would you describe that
0: uh it's pretty much identical still we are we're basically excited teenagers uh when we're making music still um i think we're i mean we're probably better at doing it uh, i would have thought you know you learn mm. things along the way but our attitude towards it and the way we Relate to one another about it. Um, it it's, it's probably a bit weird if someone from the outside were to walk in while we're working together in a studio because they probably wouldn't understand a word we said. Um, <laughs> we, we tend to talk in you know, references or onomatopoeic sort of noises and stuff like that. Um, but that's just because you know we're we're pretty much on the same page and we don't need to elaborate on things. And we've been doing it together for a while, so it just you know it's like second nature. Um, but yeah, we're, we're still in, in all the fundamental respects, we're still the the same people we were when we made the first demo, yet alone the first album or anything, which is kind of weird, but I suppose you'd also expect that to be the case. I don't know. Would you, do
1: you think people change much in that respect? I don't know, man. I know musical yeah. tastes change. I know I'm getting heavier as I get older and that's like music tastes and my waistline but i was gonna say definitely yeah, change fact, yeah. <laughs> you know but um you know that's that's me but i i guess people do change their musical tastes change and that can sometimes affect working relationships in bands yeah, and but stuff but if you you I th- know i think
0: there's a difference between what 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 it is that you do and how you go about doing it um so yeah our musical tastes have changed i mean nowadays you can hardly get mick to listen to anything that isn't elvis um yeah. don't know why he's just been developed this obsession with elvis um, and you know, I listen to all sorts of stuff. Really, huge variety of stuff. But that's more to do with one side of things than another. You know, we're, mm. what we've what we've done is it has evolved. We're not making the same music that we made back then. I think we're making music that still makes sense in the same context. Uh, you know, it's still sort of atmospherically compatible, but it's a bit broader and it's a bit more mature and that kind of stuff. But that's separate from how we re- relate to one another. Um, and on that level, we're, that's the level that we're still kids on.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I personally think you're one of the most interesting vocalists in, in metal. You tend yeah. to always create different performances. And it what, what sometimes seems like characters, you know, and, and mm-hmm. sounds and your layers and things like that, That's that to me is, is what what's really sparks my interest. As a vocalist myself, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know where you begin to layer that stuff, man. I mean when it comes to doing that live, how do you break it all down
0: um I, on an album you just go with what feels right that's that's how it comes to me anyway i, I hear things in my head and and it's, you go with your gut but but live um you just gotta try really hard <laughs> it's the bottom line. you just got to do your best um and yeah switching from one style to another and stuff like that I'm in no way a, a technically proficient singer. Um, I, I imagine technically, I'm kind of catastrophic because I'm just I'm trying to channel the right feeling more than anything else live. Um, but it's just it's just another challenge that you've got to try and live up to. Um, you know, we we do a lot of work with backing tracks and stuff like that. Mm. It's, I don't mean that it's miming. I wouldn't do that. No, no, but, of course not. You know, you you fill in sound effects and and give it that layered sort of sort of feeling. Um, but other than that. You just got to half kill yourself, doing your absolute yeah. level best to do it, you know, and uh, and let the chips fall where they may. All you can put in is everything
1: you've got. It's interesting. Everything you guys do is interesting. Everything new you bring out, uh, it's it's never the same. You don't repeat yourselves, and that's that's why I think you guys, twenty years later, you're still doing what you're doing, bro. Nah, cool. I'm glad you think that. And that's yeah. that's
0: pretty much the way we see it as well. It's still, it's still all fresh to us, and and
1: so it should be. I think. Absolutely. And uh, what, what's next for you guys after the tour? You got a new album in the works? Uh, we'd, I mean, we've got a
0: UK tour a couple of weeks later that we've, that we've just announced. And then we've, uh, we're heading over to the US. Um, not quite sure how all that's going to play out at the minute because it's getting a bit further ahead, but there's a plan afoot. Um, and then after that, yeah, probably recording. We'd, we haven't really made a plan um, beyond that. You know, we we do what we're doing at the minute, and try and do that as well as we can, and worry about what's going to happen next when it happens. Awesome, man. Well, uh,
1: the tour kicks off on March seven at Crowbar in Sydney, and uh, we'll be catching you guys in Brisbane on March nine at the Crowbar up there. Dude, thanks again for taking the time to uh, be on the show. Until then, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you soon, mate. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you there.
0: Planning on traveling this summer.